them. Okay, and the reason I'm holding this mic because some of you are going to get to pray. Okay, so be ready. So let's pray for the Lupians. Lord, I thank you for the Lupians. And I thank you that you have never given up on them. And I thank you that your grace is more f- sufficient than any thorns in the flesh or anything that is in their past or any ancestors that have lived before them. And I ask, Lord, that you will uphold them and give them wisdom, that your Holy Spirit will protect them and guide them, and that your Holy Spirit will guard them from Satan's attacks. And Lord, guide their thoughts as well. And I ask that you will not only work through the stuff they're going through, but that you will lead through it. And when all said and done, they will be able to say, and we will be able to say, God did that. And I ask that you be honored and glorified, Lord. And that you will draw them to you and remind them daily that you're quick to forgive, quick to provide grace, quick to love, and slow to punish. Thank you, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. So we're going to be on this end. And Garnet, I didn't tell you ahead of time. You get to stand in for the Brimners. You don't have to pray. Greg, Greg got back on Tuesday. from And um, he, he told me he was going to be here to play the guitar today. And then he... Yeah, yeah. He was, and it wasn't a good day yesterday. But uh, if you go visit him, he may show you his scar, which goes across his back. And um, you have to sit really close because he can't talk very well. But they're through this part, and did they go back to the doctor this they're week? going back Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday. And then they'll have a better idea of what's going to happen next. But Garner, I'm going to ask you to stand. And, and Bill and I'm a Gene, if you'll come just over here and lay your hands on her. Um, you're, going to, you're going to be in for the whole, your whole clan. Okay, let me pray. Lord, I thank you for Greg and Tammy, for Garnet, for their kids, grandkids, great-grandkids. And I thank you for the way that you have been working in Greg's and Tammy's life through this uh, cancer and how quickly you've worked. And I ask, Lord, that you will just touch them right now. Give Greg peace. Give Tammy peace. And give them wisdom to know what's from you and what's not. Help him to continue to heal well. And, Lord, guide the doctors as they walk with them through the next step. But most of all, let them know that you're walking through the next step. Before them, behind them, beside them, above them, and below them. Keep them encased in your love and your mercy, Lord. And and I ask that you be with all the extended family. Give them wisdom to know what to say and what to do. And, Lord, help us to be the family as well that that lifts them up and prays for them. And Lord, please continue to work in their lives. In your name I pray. Amen.
Amen. Now we're going to the back. Sue, Dan, we're going to pray for your family too. I know. Neither one of you sit in the back so nobody knows you're here. And now we put the spotlight on you, haven't we? But as you know, Sue's had her broken leg for years now, it seems. But they have sick kids or sick grandkids all over the place. And so we're not just praying for them because this community has been racked by the flu. Have you noticed that? And if you go to Nampa, it's been racked by the flu too. Have you noticed that? And if you go any place, the flu's gone crazy. It's just mean and ornery. It doesn't care who you are. And so not only are we praying for you guys, you guys get to stand in for everybody else that's sick too, okay? So, Dwayne, you can go ahead too. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for Dan and Sue. I thank you for their family. And I thank you for their love for you and for each other and for their family. And I ask that you'll get a handle on this flu stuff that's going around. That you will help the kids and grandkids to get well and and to get back being the kids that they are and that they will know that, that you touch them. And I ask, Lord, that you do that for this town and this state and this nation. It's crazy out there, all the sick people. But Lord, I ask that you intervene and heal people. That, that people will see you coming and that lives will be changed. And that it's not just changed gradually. There'll be an, an instant change and, and people will be healed and come to know you, Lord. Please be with Sue's ankle. I thank you it's getting better. <clears throat> and I ask that you will give her and her nurse, Dan, the patience during this time. That, that you, Lord, will take this opportunity to remind them of your love and remind them of their love for each other as well. And I ask, Lord, that when this is all said and done, the flu, the ankle, everything else, people will look back and say, boy, God was in there. Help us not to lose faith in you, and Lord, be honored. In your name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you. Now we're going to give you an opportunity to ask us to pray for you too, but we're going through a few. Heather took off before we could pray for her, but she left her grandma here. Heather's headed back to school. Knee surgery has gone well. Her one challenge, well, many of her challenges, but a a good one is she lives on the third floor with no elevator. Her biceps will be tough. That's all there is to it. But man, I hope she doesn't fall and break the other leg. But anyway, we want to pray for her. And, And Grandma, you get to step in and be Heather. You lucky lady. You, you can stand or you can stay seated if you want. And I'm going to ask you guys to come up here and just lay your hand on her, and we'll pray for Heather. Lord, I thank you for Heather. 
I thank you for her uh, personality and her smile and, and her willingness to serve you. I thank you for the abilities that you've given her. And I ask that you will help her leg to heal quickly. But in the middle of it, make your presence known to her and the family. Lord, help her to see you in all that's going on. And help her to follow you in all that's going on. And use this opportunity to witness to her family, her teammates, her classmates, and her friends here. Please, Lord, let your will be done. I thank you for her, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, thank you. Okay, now we're going to make the Armstrong stand up. You didn't know you needed prayed for, did you? (laughs) Uh, And I'm going to add, John, you're part of the family. Come on over too. Uh, And you guys, there's nothing wrong that unless there's something you want to confess now. But (laughs) um, they've got... They've got family around the world. And and you guys can come back. You're part of the family. They've, they've got family around the world. And we need to pray for that family too. Because sometimes it's a whole lot tougher living for Jesus in a foreign country than it is in your own country because you don't know everything. And in just, what, is it a month? 45 days, Re and, and, and Joey are going to be traveling with three little ones halfway around the world. So we need to pray for the plane, too. But No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, we need to pray for them. And we need to pray for the Skinners, and we need to pray for the other missionaries out there. I have a niece and nephew out there. Uh, Martin and Chesey, who were here a couple years ago. And we just need to pray for what God's doing around the world. Because God's not an American. He created the whole world. And he's called the whole world. So let's pray for, for them and, and for their family, the Skinners, the Armstrongs, and everybody else that's out there. Oh, I should say also, um, Emily is out there too. And we need to remember her, too. She's out for two years, in and out of the United States. So we need to pray for her, too, as, as they're out there following God's call. So let's pray. Lord, I thank you for the call that you put on people's lives, whether it's to stay here and be a light for you, or go to the next state and be a light for you, or go to the next country and be a light for you. I thank you for the call that you have put on the Sumis, the Skinners, the Glendennings, on Emily, and on other missionaries that we know, like Heidi, who we had just last week. And I thank you for their willingness to follow that call, even though they have no idea where they're going or what they'll be doing. And I ask, Lord, that you will use them to share your gospel 
and to share your grace and to share your love in all parts of the world. And I ask, Lord, that you will bring them to our mind a lot. That we will continue to pray for them and not only support them in prayer, but support them in letters, emails, Facebook, financially, however you ask us to do it. Help us to do that. And when times get tough, shine brighter in their life, Lord. As the Sumis travel in 45 days, go before them, go with them, look after them as as they navigate the world with their three young kids. But most of all, Lord, give them opportunities to be you to the people around them. Continue to bless the Skinners in all they do, the Glendinnings in all they do, and Heather in all that she does, and give them opportunities to share your love as well, Lord. I thank you that your grace is sufficient and that even when we have no idea what's going on or we mess up, your grace is still sufficient. Please help us to, and help them to keep getting up and going on. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Now, Edie and Kurt, or Edie, I'm going to ask you to stand in for Sue. Let me give you the update. Uh, Sue. Sharon. Sorry. Let me give you the update on Sharon. She has a new hip. She's ready to go. I, I took painting stuff down to her um, Thursday. I got a call Wednesday or text Wednesday night from Maya saying, um, Grandma wants some painting stuff. And they gave me a list of stuff. Good thing I had a pickup. <laughs> and, and she's in rehab, at, and the, the rehab center is called Orchard. It's in Nampa behind... Um, Lions Park. There we go. I don't know if you know where that is or not. But if you want to send letters or cards or anything like that, send them to Maya's house. And we'll have her address. We have her address, but we'll make it available for all of you. She told me to tell you all that she loves you. She loves you greatly. Um, Maya and, and Sean have moved out of the master bedroom and made it grandma's apartment. So when she gets out, she'll be there. Uh, she may come up for a visit, but there's a really good chance it'll only be a visit. They're actually putting the ranch on the market. So if you're looking for a new home with timber, there you go. Uh, they're, they're putting it on the market so that they can get her a place where she's close to Maya and Marshall because they're going to look after her. Hopefully they can keep up with her, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but Edie, you get to be her. Um, the surgery went well. They had to do more construction in her hip than thought, but she's been up walking around, giving the nurses what for. And and when she first came out of surgery, her mind was a little clouded, but she's doing much better. I saw her just yesterday. Uh, she's doing very good. They she walks the halls. Better than they thought she would. 
Okay, so what they said to her was, yes, you can have paint, you can paint, but you have to do your therapy before you can paint. So that's how they're going to get her up and moving. So, <laughs> so anyway, Edie, you get to be Sharon. Lord, I thank you for Sharon. I'm sorry she's still going through the loss of Dawn. But I thank you for the way that you have worked in all of that. I thank you that Dawn's with you. And I thank you that her family was here and around her when this accident happened. And I thank you that um, Maya and Marshall have stepped in greatly to help out. And I ask that you will help her to continue to heal. And that she will bounce back very quickly. Which, by the way, she is. And I ask that you continue to use her to bless her family and to, and to bless us. And help us to be a blessing for her too, Lord. And as her world is changing, I ask that you be in the middle of it. Thank you so much for what you have done and are doing. Please continue to do that, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Now, we're, we've, we've got half the church covered. Do you want to be next? <laughs> Good. I will let you pray for these two guys. Um, these two guys get to represent the people in our church and in our community that aren't as mobile as they used to be. Chuck was in the hospital for three weeks. Otho was in there for almost a week. Uh, the flu and pneumonia got both of them, but, you know, they need us and we need to pray for them. So you get to be the prayer. Yeah, I, could, I just couldn't not. Um, these are two priceless mm-hmm. treasures that we have here. And uh, we are so blessed to have you here today and grateful that we get to see your faces again for a while, a long while. Heavenly Father, we just praise you and thank you that we are blessed today by these two precious, precious men. And I do thank Charles so much for the service he does to bring them so we can, they can be here. But Lord, we just ask a prayer of safety and health on these two precious people and that we get to see them again and again and again. Thank you so much for Linda's work and her faithfulness to her daddy and that she came home to be faithful to him and to love on him. Let us not forget to love on them today and others and each other in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Here, you have to use this. You have to use that. Hold it close. There's nothing more precious in life than our parents. Um, He's been my dad since I was five years old. And he's been the biggest blessing in my life. And I told him when I came home, and he wasn't ready to keep living, I said, God's got a plan, Dad, and we got to walk the walk. He's got more life to live, you know. So yeah. I'm just praising God today. He called me this morning. My dad's been right out of his mind. 
And he said, I want to go to church this morning. I get there to his apartment. I don't want to go to church. I'm like, come on, Charlie, we're going to church. (laughs) And we walk in here, and he said, I'm glad I came to church. So I'm just praising the Lord today, as we all should in this community. Yeah. And let our love for the Lord shine and show all of those around us. And thank you to all of you. Mm -hmm. At least you didn't say, suck it up, buttercup. (laughs) Did you want to say something, Chuck? Good. Thank you, honey. This is a beautiful daughter I've got. She's put up with a lot with me, but (laughs) she's a great person. Yeah. And I can't thank all of you so much, especially Randy and everybody else here. Thank you, dear God. Amen. Amen. Man, thanks, Chuck. Okay, we're going to go over to this end. Gene and Jeannie. I know. You know they'll never ask you to or tell you why you should be praying for them. And whenever you talk to them, they say, we're good. Um, so I'm letting the cat out of the bag, if that's all right. The weekend before... Actually, I'm not asking permission. I'm just saying. The weekend before... So last weekend, Jeannie was in the hospital, and they got her all straightened out and, and helped her out and turned her loose, and then Gene decided he was still going to have his knee surgery on Tuesday in Baker, and I said, is somebody going to be with Jeannie, and Jeannie said, I'm a Jean was coming up. So my question that I didn't ask them was... Well, who's going to look after Imogene? But, but they looked after each other and did, did really well. And like I said, Gene went through with flying colors. He carried his walker in so that he would, could have it. I, he probably carried it out too, didn't he? <laughs> oh, they lost it? <laughs> but, but the surgery went really well. And you know, there's a side of Gene that you probably don't see very often. You know, when you go into the hospital, they ask you who your name, what your name is, and what your birthday is, and what you're in there for. Everybody does that. And he got to the point of, well, it's written right there. <laughs> and one, one nurse says to him, how do you spell your last name? And he's spelling it, and then he says, did I spell it Right. So he was, he was good to go. But not only are we just praying for you two, and by the way, Dane, their son, is here to look after him. And Anne comes tomorrow? Or the next day? Tuesday. So they have another daughter, well, a daughter that's coming to look after them on Tuesday, so Dane will go back to work, right? Yeah. But it's great the way that... And they're not, so they're, we're more than just praying for them because Imogene has a doctor's appointment with her wrist tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, it's been bothering her, you know, and there's doctor, I mean, physically, we need all the prayer we can get. You know what I mean? And, and so... Um, all you guys behind them, just lay your hand up there on their back. And, oh, I should say, you know, 
there's lots that we don't know about and lots I haven't said as far as physical that we just need to pray. Okay, so, so let's pray. Lord, I thank you for Jean and Jeannie. I thank you for their love for you and the way that you have healed them time and time again. And the way that you've healed each of us time and time again. And Lord, they get to represent everybody that has physical needs. Help Jean and Jeannie to continue to heal. And help each of us that has a physical need, whether it's a doctor coming up or whatever. Lord, just touch our bodies. I know they wear out. We all know they wear out. It's like my mom said, I'm a young person trapped in an 80-year-old body. And Lord, just continue. Just continue to heal and touch and, and give strength. To be able to be used by you till our last breath is breathed. And Lord, like I've been saying, give us your grace and give us your mercy. In your name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you all. We're we're down to this section. So Judy, I'm going to make you stand up because we're going to pray for families. And you got your family here. Yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, we're, Judy gets to represent all the families. Uh, Bill, you might as well get up too. You're part of the family. And, you know, we get to set the example for those that follow us. They get to choose whether they follow us or not, whether it's for good or for bad. And so we need to pray that, that our families that, that follow us will see God. And continue to see God and follow in his steps. Okay? Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for our families. I thank you. I know there's times our kids don't seem like blessings, but you said in in Psalm 127 that, that children are a gift from God. And I thank you for that gift. And grandchildren are even better. Just don't tell our kids that. But I thank you for that gift, Lord, and I ask that you will help each of us to be accountable and responsible to share your grace, your statutes, your mercy, your gospel with those that follow us. Help us to live in such a way that you are honored. Help us not just say you should follow God, but help us to demonstrate it with our actions, our attitudes, and our words. I ask, Lord, that you will give us wisdom. And as the young ones in our families grow, give them wisdom and a passion for you. And don't let your light go out in our families. We love you, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for letting me use you. Thank you. <laughs> well, there's. Does anybody want to be prayed for? 
I'll give you that chance. Richie? Okay. Anybody else? We're gonna go, I'm going to go back and we'll pray with Richie. Then I'll give you the final prayer request. Hey, Bob, you want to just reach around here? Lord, I thank you for Richie. I thank you that he's part of our life and part of our church. And Lord, I ask that that your Holy Spirit will just reach down and touch him. Whether it's physical or spiritual, mental, emotional, whatever it is, Lord, just reach in and do wonders in his life. Please give him your peace and guide his steps. Give him your wisdom and courage to follow in your footsteps, Lord. I ask that you will increase his faith in you too. And may you be honored and glorified. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Okay, so the last prayer request is that you pray for me and my family. Uh, the reason I ask that, it's purely selfishness, just so you know. Uh, but the, the position that God's put me in as your pastor also puts me in, and this includes those of you that are on the church board, Sunday school teachers, or just trying to reach out and share God with somebody. If you do that, Satan's going to try to find a way to destroy you. I read in the, the Nampa Tribune yesterday that a Catholic priest in Boise was arrested and hauled off to jail. And the reason I say that he goes for like the, and we've experienced that in this church too, by the way, it goes for the the leaders, whether it's in a Sunday school class or the church, is because that old saying, you cut off the head of the snake, you kill the snake, it's really true. And if he can crush the pastor or the pastor's family, and by the way, my wife gets it way worse than I do. Uh, she gets it way worse than me because she sees what's happening to me. And um, whether it's a spiritual attack or whatever it is, she sees that. And there's nothing she can do about it. Or she, if he can't get to me, he goes after my wife and kids. It's true in your family too. If you can't get to one, you're trying to find a way around to get to the rest of them. So... Um, I'm asking, and I'm going to put um, Greg on the spot to be the prayer, but I'm asking that you guys will pray for me. Lynn's not here because she's not feeling well. So you can pray for her about that too. Yeah, hopefully she'll be better next Sunday. But that, that you will pray for us and that you will keep praying for us. And in the near future, you're going to have a sermon, a selfish one that says how to pray for your pastor. So plan on being here for that. <laughs> That's not one to skip. Uh, but it's purely selfish. And the reason that it's purely selfish is God gave me the responsibility of leading you to Jesus and to shepherd you. I can't make you follow him. I can't make you eat the good stuff he has, but I have to lead you there. And so pray that I can and will. Thanks, buddy. Lord, we do come to you this morning with um, prayer not only for Pastor Randy, but, but for his family. 
uh, and, and all the leaders within the church. We, um, our hearts are saddened at times that we, um, we see uh, Satan beaten against him. And we see even um, some of our own family beating against him at times. And we just pray that, that, um, that you encourage, that you strengthen, that you uh, put that tough skin on. Uh, we, we, we pray for that. But then mostly what we pray for is love, Lord. We just pray that, that, um, that we can uh, show love, show appreciation um, in these times that, that they're available. Uh, and not only, again, um, for Pastor, but for Lynn. We just pray that as she's not feeling well today, that, that you strengthen her, that you give her uh, courage and, and to... Um, overcome the sickness that she's got right now and to get the strength to to move on through the through the busy week that she has at sunshine we just thank you for her heart thank you for her uh, ability to to want to get out and and to spread jesus in this children's heart and again we do want to pray for the pastors of not only the local churches in this community that you strengthen them that you um, give them the ability to continue to spread your word we pray for the churches on the district um, through Pastor Scott, just pray that you continue to be with him and and in his leadership of the churches. And then again, Lord, we want to come back and disclose with um, that you be with Pastor Randy, that you give him strength each day to uh, to seek after you, that you uh, um, give him the clearness and the presence of mind to uh, discern where you're having him to go when there's so many. Um, things pulling in its its direction. Uh, We just, again, pray that you will uh, give him, most of all, the peace as his head hits a pillow at night, that he's in your will and he's serving you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you very much. I know this wasn't the service that you were wanting or expecting when you got here. But I really appreciate you being here. I don't know about you, but I really feel a lot better. And I know God's been here. I know he's been here. So there's two things we have to do. Is Stephanie still here? No. Marla, you're on. <laughs> We're going to sing Amazing Grace again. The, one that we, the last song that we just sang. You can lead it by guitar or keyboard, whichever you prefer. And... We're going to sing that again, and I have to tell you, before we sing it, what's coming up. Easter. Didn't know that, did you? Okay, go. Oh, yeah, thanks a lot. Boy, look, she's still cute. That was 100 pounds lighter. That's it, right? Okay, thanks. That was before children. That was B.C. That was a long time ago. I was 20-something. So you know it was a long time ago. Thanks a lot. But you know I have pictures of you too, so be careful. (laughs) Uh, Easter is April 1st. Okay? That means that the Lent season begins on February the 14th. And the Lenten luncheons will begin, which is a city church is getting together begins on February the 14th. And what I'm going to ask of us as a church, make those that you can, but I want to have a special time of prayer for the Lenten season 
for Easter and for the people that you're going to invite to Easter. We had a get-together, was it a week and a half ago? Is that when we met at your house? Yeah, I think so. About a week and a half ago to kind of get it all rolling. We're going to have a bell choir. Marla needs two. Two people, all you have to be able to know is right from left, and there's some of you that that's difficult for, so don't volunteer. But oh, It's difficult for me, and I think Okay, so they can have a red glove and a green glove, right? Maybe. And red's for right and green's for left. But anyway, the bell choir is going to perform on Easter. She needs two. Practice starts next Sunday at 5. Two more. Yes. She's got volunteers. Jane had her hand up. There we go. She needs one. Oh, there's another one right there. Okay. Do you need more? Nope. Okay. Great. Next, and, and she has, Marla has started working with the teens. They're going to be playing a song too. Their practices are Sundays at four. And she's working with, you are busy. She's working with the children too because they're going to be performing too. And on that day, by the way, we have it down to two. They're kind of between each other. The theme is either going to be he nailed it, about how Jesus nailed our sins to the cross, or hold my crown, about how Jesus gave up everything out of love for us to come down. That'll be the theme. And this is where all of you can participate. Catlin hasn't got the stuff together yet, but we're having an Easter egg hunt after the service for the kids. So if you can bring plastic eggs with wrapped candy inside them. We can hide eggs during the service for those kids to go find. You can also put like a $20 bill in if you want. <laughs> a, a, a little toy, things like that. But bring those, and, and not just a couple. We want them to go away with some eggs. And, and it's the sunrise service will be in the morning. The breakfast will be after that. There'll be a little break, and then we'll come back for the service. We'll have a continental breakfast, which means donuts. And coffee for those people that didn't make the breakfast. But so that you can say to your friends, your family, hey, why don't you come to church? And if the sunrise service is too early, well, you know, at, at 1030, we're going to have donuts and coffee. And then is the service, and it's going to be great. And I had, didn't mention this, but I'm talking to a couple through other churches to be part of it here with us so it's not just us we're going to share the wealth but anyway you invite them to come to the service to come to the easter egg hunt then to your house for ham afterwards and deviled eggs you know all that good stuff make a day of it so we need to pray for that that's coming up it's only two months away think about that just two months away but the lent season begins in just 10 days. So be, be praying for that. And also, you men, you got the caught shot and, and run over insert. That's to invite a friend. It's February the 16th at 6, 6.30. There we go. Bring your food. Wild game. If you don't have wild game, just take your wife to the food aisle, pick, have her pick up a bag of potatoes and toss it to you so that you can say you caught it. And, and 
uh, come. Uh, Mark LeCue is going to be talking. Lenny Spooner from the Baker Church of the Nazarene is going to be speaking as well. And I hear the ladies are talking about a movie night. But not here. We've already got this one claimed. Yes, bring it cooked. It's a potluck. Okay, so you might have to ask your wife to cook it. But it's an opportunity for us as guys to get together and an opportunity for us to invite other guys to it. And it doesn't matter the age. Dan, you can bring all the grandsons. And their dads, so you don't have to watch all of them. But, but anyway. And then one last one, February... The last Sunday of February. What is that? 28th. 25th. Whatever the last Sunday is, three weeks from today. 25th. Okay, thanks. Uh, We're having our, we're going to be voting on our um, new board and also having the State of the Church address. We're going to celebrate what God's done this last year. And you're bringing food, just so you know. A potluck. We're going, to, we're going to be celebrating what God's done in this church. Just to give you a hint, in the last year, Lynn and I came here. Um, in, in the last year, if you haven't walked downstairs and looked in the offices, look in the offices. If you haven't looked in the nursery, see, there's our nursery attendant rocking a baby right in the door. Remember, a year ago, that was the pastor's office. Now I'm downstairs. And, and all the other things that he has done in our lives, in this church in the last year. We're going to just have a big party. And we're going to vote on some board members. It'll be great. That's in three weeks. Okay, let's stand together. We're going to sing at the top of our lungs, Amazing Grace, because it is amazing. Amazing Grace How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but was grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved how precious did that grace appear the
So go this week in God's grace. Live God's grace and let it spill out of your life into the people around you. Especially your family because they're the last ones we think about spilling grace on. But especially your family. And just be a blessing to the world out there. And see what God has in store for you. Thank you so much for being here. And live today in God's presence. Thank you.